Welcome to Conversation with the Cancer. I am your cancer, and this is episode 12. And today, um, you know, I talk about this a lot, having a pleasure to interview people that I don't know. And today I have someone I have, I absolutely know nothing about, but I watched her YouTube videos and I am very interested to get to know this woman and, you know, pick her brain a little bit and see if we have similarities on, you know, topics and whatnot. So Davina, please say hello to the people. Hello. Hello, everyone. So first and foremost, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm tired, but good. So, you know, daylight savings time. Mm. This happened yesterday. So trying to get in the groove of that now is fun. Like my kids definitely were late to school and I was fine with it. Like <laughs> they're supposed to be there at eight. They were there at nine. Wow. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? It's a mental health thing. Like you need that. Like you don't want your kids to go to school cranky. Listen, I did the teachers a favor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was one of them kids like, if I went to school cranky, everybody felt me. Right? See? Mm. And mine are like that. So mm. they're, they're passionate kids. They're like, if I'm tired, you're going to feel it. <laughs> so, you know, we are still in a pandemic. And of course, the president says by May 1st, vaccines mm -hmm. will be readily available to all adults. So how have you been dealing with the pandemic? And as you were saying, you work from home and you have mm -hmm. kids. So how have you been dealing with the pandemic? So, <laughs> you know, it's been a roller coaster, I guess, for everybody. So, um, yeah, I've been working from home since literally March 17th was our last day in the office um, so but I'm an office coordinator so I'm able to still go into the building we just can't all be in there at once and things like that so um, that part definitely was getting some taken used to because I had just started my job like in August of 2019 so you know you're still getting used to everything and that was a totally new position in general for me so trying to like I've been home more working than I actually been in the in the office since I started so it's mm. crazy but um as a mom <laughs> it is definitely testing my gangster a little bit you know <laughs> but um we've we've tried to find a pattern um I am a woman of faith so I definitely have played a lot of worship music on those days when we're stressful uh, we just put the worship music and just you know fill the atmosphere so um and on a personal level I think I've done more actually <laughs> with a mask on social distance in this last what year than in a long time so it's it's yeah it's been a, it's been different like I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I actually go back to the office full time because I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this right now. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it all first started and everybody had to work from home, I said, a company would never be able to tell their employees again, you can't work from home. You'll right. never be able to say, we don't have the, uh, the inc not income, but we don't have the finances to do something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of, I don't want to say blessings, but a lot of good things have came from COVID, like the six feet thing. Like right. that is amazing. Like I love that because I'm antsy when I'm in the line. I'll be wanting people to hurry up, but now that right. I'm six feet, they don't have to feel me breathing over right. them. I'll be like, but <laughs> I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, I'm a person that's still going to wear his mask. Like, yeah. because I just feel like certain, certain situation, I mean, 
scenarios and mm-hmm. environments, you like, I'm kind of comfortable wearing my mask, you know, right. sometimes when I go in places and I'm with someone, they be like, you know, you can take your mask off because we can be inside. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm good. Like I don't need to take mine off, but so that's yes. good. So you said 2019. So you had just started right when it basically took off about four or five months later. Yeah. So do you feel like you have a good grasp of your job and being able, you can be able to do it when you transition back into the building? Um, Yes and no. It's so weird because our whole program actually has had to change. We service um, grieving children. So mm. um, we have actually had to transfer our whole program virtually. So even our position, my position in general has changed with things I'm responsible for and things like that. So I think it's going to be a learning curve for all of us, even the professionals that have been there before me, because they, we all express it now, like there's, there's things that they have forgotten and they've been there for years because we haven't been in a, the building consistently. So I think there will be some stuff, you know, I got to learn, but I think I'll be good. I'll be all right. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, you know, I am a, uh, a person of faith also. Do you, are you one of the people that believe like, I don't want to say the pandemic was supposed to happen, but certain things that have taken place since the pandemic is, you know, I don't want to say destiny, what, how I want to say it. it's, it was meant to happen in this type of way and situation, like outcome, you know, like, I don't really know how to word that in a respectable, considerate way. But. It's, it's so, yeah, I get where you're going because mm-hmm. yes, I have said, I said, in my belief, I believe that God is in control and he allows things to happen for a reason. Um, even when, you know, we want to act like, oh God, he can, he can make everything like he, he can stop this. He can and he allows, but I think this is a way that builds people's faith. And um, I think mm. this has allowed people to really um, lean on him more. I know there's, I mean, our pa- my pastor told me like 20% of people have left the church because of the pandemic, which it breaks my heart. Um, But I also believe there's so many people that have come to know the Lord because that's all they could do is lean on him because no one knows how this happened, where it came from, um, when it's going to fully end or anything like that. And we really just have to have faith and believe in him. And I know that's a whole nother topic for another day, but I believe, I personally believe he is allowed. I don't think he made this happen, but I think he is allowing it to happen um, for for a reason. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was in the beginning of the pandemic. I had to take a break because I was reading every article and everything, and I'm like, see, this is not becoming almost like a conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I need to back up. I need to get my emotions intact because I think we all were very emotional. But um, yeah. I can I can admit to that that this was the first time ever in my life that I started to almost believe in conspiracies because it was mm-hmm. so much that came out so fast about the pandemic yes. and 5G and <laughs> then nobody eat no bat. This was made in a, in a fact in a, in a lab. I'm like, man, some of this stuff kind of sounded, but I that had to. Right, right. You had to kind of just pull yourself back, but yeah. You so do. I stumbled upon you, you yeah. know. So let me let me just tell on myself. So I saw your IG and then I watched your YouTube video 
And I had told you I was going to shoot my shot, but I was like, <laughs> she in a different state. So I, then I started liking the things that you were saying. I'm like, oh, she has a perspective, not just an opinion. Because, you know, some people oh. just have opinions and don't really have a perspective. They want to tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how you should do it. So you have two videos that I watch, your bucket list and dating yourself during the holidays. So before we get into the videos, what prompted you to start recording yourself? So I have to rewind then for that because I don't know if you know this, but my, I, this is my brand. Um, it's called Divinely Crowned. Um, I started working on it in 2017, but officially launched um, Divinely Crowned in 2018. Um, and I consider myself a faith, lifestyle, and fashion um, influencer. Um, so I've always wanted to do like YouTube. I, I, since I was a little girl, like you can ask anybody, I've always said I want to be like Oprah when I grow up. Like I want to be able to interview people. I want to be able to like bless people, all that. And I'm like, I'm going to be like Oprah one day. So I felt like YouTube was my Oprah platform. <laughs> Okay. So um, I, I follow other YouTubers and I just like, I'm like, I could do this. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. finally during the pandemic. So I guess that's another thing that came out of this pandemic. I finally was like, let me get out of my own way. Um, let me um, let my faith be bigger than my fear and finally Ooh. launch my YouTube channel. So um, yeah, that's how I started. Mm, I like that. Let my faith be bigger than my fears. I'm going to remember that forever. Yes. <laughs> I didn't start, start that, but I, I definitely have adopted it in my own life. So that was me. I didn't do it because other people was doing it. I just always liked talking. And mm -hmm. I used to always have an inform, uh, informed opinion about something like whether it was sports, whether it was television, whether it was movies, whether it was science or conspiracies or clothes or mm -hmm. you know how much water you should drink and stuff like that and I'm big into working out and things like that so uh my best friend and I I tell her everything so one day I was like you know what I'm gonna start recording my movie reviews and you know as a true best friend do it you know you don't really supposed to say much after that mm -hmm. so I did one I'm like, man, this is really grainy. No one's going to like it. Mm -hmm. And then I told a bunch of people about it. Some people watched it. And so that really all it takes, you know, is that first one. Once you get that first one out yeah. and then you stop caring how many people watch it. And then you mm -hmm. start caring about your product and your brand. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now getting into the branding side of the things. Like you said, you already established your brand mm -hmm. and whatnot. So how did you come up with the name Divinely Crowned and... Like, would it, you said you wanted to be Oprah. Oprah inspired so many people. So mm -hmm. we don't really need to go down that route. Mm -hmm. But how did you know you wanted to go with that name and brand yourself? Because branding yourself and knowing what you want your brand to be is very important. Mm -hmm. So my name, actually, um, I always tell guys with the name David that I'm the female version of them because my name means divine and beloved, like um, mm -hmm. David. Um, so people growing up always called me divine. Um, so that kind of where divinely came from. And I have always loved crowns since I was little, like just, I, I've always considered myself a queen. Like people call me queen. I, I try to carry myself and inspire other women to, you know, embrace the queens within them, which is 
one of the big things with Divinely Crowned is encouraging women to have self-love and confidence through faith, life, and style. So, and actually for my Instagram, it didn't start as Divinely Crowned. Um, it actually was Divinely Plus because I um, wanted to like inspire other curvy and plus size women to, you know, dress the way they want. And so, and then I was like, you know what, if I'm going to start with, if I'm going to make Divinely Crown my brand, I might as well make everything Divinely Crown my YouTube channel, my Instagram, like everything. So that's how I ended up just switching it to Divinely Crown. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. So, okay. So I have to ask this because, you know, that's, this, that's a really big thing now in 2021, you know, curvy women finding their place and saying they're just as you know they are as equal and we look just as good you just have to embrace our curves do you mm -hmm. find like you had any challenges doing doing that with your with your brand or you found like it's easy to just put that message out there um I think most of my challenges came from inside and personally like um when I started divinely plus I wanted to just inspire plus size women because I was inspired by plus size women. Like growing up, I had very low self-esteem because of my curves and whatever. And I was always seen like the biggest girl. And then when I had my daughter, um, she's now eight, but I just realized I had to start embracing confidence and stuff. And so I started getting inspired by other plus size women and I wanted to do that as well. So, cause I've always loved fashion, um, but I never was confident enough to wear what I wanted. So as I was doing Divinely Plus, focusing on plus size and curvy women, I noticed that all women were being inspired by me. And, and like, I have not had any negative feedback yet because of what I do as far as my, my fashion part goes. Um, I prepare myself for that, you know, but I haven't. And I've gotten a lot, like sometimes, even this past week, I was like, looking at my own Instagram, like, wow, like I've come a long way. And like watching how many people I inspire is beautiful. Like when you're just focused on your brand and just trying to do your purpose and then actually stepping back and looking at how far you've come already, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, I think that's beautiful also for the simple fact that everything needs to be embraced when it's on a large scale like that because you can't hide from curvy or plus size women like they're everywhere like i remember when i was younger and they had that what was that one store ashley stewart and mm -hmm. it was another one um uh <sighs> it's on the tip of my tongue it's mine too but i can't yeah. remember it but i remember that because my mom is a plus size woman. So Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. I'm sorry, I had to, to get that there. out. <laughs> and she used to go in there. I'd be like, why are we in this store? Why can't we just go to, she, and she explained it to me. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I had no idea of it. So, I mean, you know, it's it's really big. It's in, it's in music. I remember Drake said something, something like he likes BBWs and every mm -hmm. woman's running crazy with I'm like, look, people have <laughs> been saying that for years, but he's right. saying it. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so now you guys are into nah, it. Now you guys are saying it. So, okay, okay. So let's talk about one of your videos. Because you said something that was funny to me, but not in a hysterical way, but more in a just like, I can't believe you you titled it this, like you have to date yourself around the holiday. So before you explain the video, I want to ask you a dating question. Okay. Is this something you thought about 
when you weren't single, when you were in a relationship? Do you ever think like, do single women date themselves? Or this only because, you know, what you was going through in the time of the video? Like, is this something you had in your mind before or there's just a revelation that came from the process of where you at now? Um, definitely a revelation of the process I am in now. Not okay. that before, like I made that video right as I thought of it. Like that's something I've been learning over the last few years is that you really have to date yourself. Like, and good, good question to ask. Like, is that something I thought about when I was in a relationship? Absolutely not. <laughs> I did not. Um, I was committed to my relationship. Um, and friends, like, I feel like friends don't even count as dating yourself because you're still paying, putting your attention into somebody else. Um, but no, I didn't, but I will definitely take that into my next relationship. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when you say date yourself, like, cause you know, my idea of a date may not be an ideal of a date that you think of. So when you say date yourself, can you explain what you mean by a dating yourself like are you saying you're taking yourself out are you just sitting around with some candles eat some stouffer's mac and cheese like what is <laughs> what is the date that you mean for yourself date, yeah dating myself is just that like I think it's all aspects it's whatever you desire to do with somebody else mm -hmm. until you have that somebody else or even when you have that somebody else do it for yourself so mm. taking yourself out to dinner um sitting and binge watching um queens of the south because that's the one i just watched what is my good uh, queen of the south and just lighting candles and um you know uh anything that makes you happy like i believe that's anything that makes you happy because i know i've had to learn that like we desire all these things from a, a mate um and that's okay which i've had to be told more than once but um, what are we doing for ourselves and what are we going to be able to teach our mate that we like about ourselves and I've been big into learning and understanding what love languages are and I think mm. I think they're so important like I think love languages are very important and I think that goes for yourself and if you're in a relationship um, and I even actually um, on Facebook somebody posted like love languages are things that you um, didn't get when you were a kid and I'm like I can see that but then I can't so it's it's like a 50 50 I do understand where they're coming from but at the same time like my biggest my biggest love language is quality time so I spend quality time with myself like um on top of being a mom though so trying to find that balance of self-care Sundays self-care Saturdays um putting a face mask on and putting 15 minutes of uh, the ocean. Like those are types of things I say, mean when I say dating yourself. Mm, I like that. I like that. So my love language used to be chicken. Like no joke. Like my friends would tell you, like if they want me to do something, they'd be like, I'll buy you some chicken. I'm like, man, you don't know me, but I'll be over there. Cause I'm not going to pass up no chicken. But as I'm <laughs> older and I am more, self-aware of what I like and what I need mine is also quality time mm -hmm. like that's like I tell people all the time like you you want to do something let's do it if you want to spend time and mm -hmm. spend time with me and I have to write it down because I'll forget so I write <laughs> everything down but uh yeah mine is definitely quality time mm -hmm. so I don't agree with that Facebook post because when you're little, you don't know what you need unless it's provided to you mm -hmm. so I can't say for me 
love languages what you didn't get as a child because as a child I don't feel like I was devoid of anything because I didn't know what I needed till I became an adult and I look mm -hmm. back on it like of course I would have rather spent more time with my father doing things but I don't feel like my love language is time with my father because mm -hmm. I could call my father right now and go spend all the time in the world I want with him you know what I'm saying yeah. but I can understand why somebody can say that because if you didn't get love as a child you probably really not gonna know how to love growing up Right. You know, so I can agree with that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have another video called the bucket list. <laughs> and I just want to, I just want to know, like, is a bucket list a real thing for people of young age? Like, I thought that's something when you get older and you'd be like, you know what, there's things that I haven't done in my life I want to do. Because I feel like when we're young, we're always eager to do something. So we'll find some way to do something of that action or trip like say you want to go to a beach you can't go to a beach so you'll go to the nearest lake or beach by you or i want to go to six flags north carolina you don't got a six flag but you'll go to the carnival that's you know so is your bucket list uh derivative from your desires to be outside of your state or just things you can do to not go crazy because of the pandemic so I, so obviously that was the, in the beginning of the year that I put mm, that okay. and every, that was me taking the pressure of, off of myself for goals. Um, I think we've been so big into, we need to meet all these goals. Mm -hmm. We need to like in our millennials, we, we feel like if we don't get to a certain place by a certain time, we're a failure. Or if we see somebody doing finally doing what they want where so I that was me taking the pressure off writing uh, 25 goals for the year I'm like let me just put a few bucket list goals that I would like to accomplish this year like that I would like to experience or do and then it takes the pressure off feeling like at the end of the year I didn't get nowhere not saying that I haven't met goals um in the past but I'm so like hard, you know, we're, we're our biggest critic or we're, we're hardest on ourselves. So that was me just taking that and, you know, seeing if I can inspire somebody else to think outside the box like that. But that's funny that you say bucket list is older. Cause I've never heard, like, I've always heard people say like my, I mean, and of course, most of it's like my bucket list is like my, one of my bucket list goals, my major ones is to go to like Greece one day um, and stuff like that. But I feel like a bucket list can be at any point in your life and at whatever it is you want to do. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I didn't know what, what a bucket list was until that movie came out with Morgan Freeman. Like, <laughs> I ain't never heard the saying in my I life. Seen that movie. I didn't watch the movie. It was like Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, if I recall, and it was called Bucket List. Really? And they just did things they didn't do in their whole entire life up until that point. And so that's when I first heard, I said, what's a bucket list? And then I read the synopsis of the movie and I'm like, oh. That's so funny. Because when you're younger, you don't think about bucket list. You just think about, this is what I want to do. I'm going to try to do it. And if you mm -hmm. don't do it, you move on to your next thing and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So uh, I'm very mindful of bucket lists and things of that nature, but I ain't never heard of it until that movie came out. I don't remember what year that movie came out. I should have looked that up beforehand. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's an older movie. It's it's in the 2000s, maybe. Okay. Something like that around there. Okay. So when you, when you have a YouTube channel, a brand, and you working, and you're a mother, 
and we're in a pandemic, you know, what is your happiness and your peace and your passion? Like, where does that come from, from you? Do you have that in your life when you're doing so much? Like, do you have time to just sit down and think about the things that are going on in your life and be happy with what you're doing? Um, yes, I, it's so funny. Cause I just said like, I have like cabin fever, but not like I haven't been able to be out the house, but it's like, I'm ready to go to like a tropical area. So now I'm losing that, that passion or something, because I'm like, I think it's also because you see everybody and their mother going everywhere. I'm like, good for you guys. And you're <laughs> not wanting to social distance, but, um, in general, I have a great support system. Um, actually, if you look at an, one of my older videos, um, I had um, shared that I, I live with my parents. My kids and I both live with my parents. Um, and being able to be here um, with them and having that support is very helpful. Um, I don't always take the support. Like I know my mom's always like, you know, you can go do something. So I'm still learning. I'm still learning to date myself. Um, but I think my, my, the, my passions come from my children. Uh, my children are just like me. <laughs> they want a YouTube channel. Um, my daughter, <laughs> I found like videos in my mom and I's phone of her, like talking just like me, like being an inspiration. And I'm like, I have to do this for them. Like I have mm. to continue, like, this is stuff I've always wanted. And then when I became a mom, I kind of put my dreams on the back burner and were like, I, I got to focus on them. And now seeing them, you know, my daughter's like, mommy, when, when um, I get older, I'm going to take over divinely crown. And then my daughter's going to take over it and stuff like that. So even hearing her say that, it's like, I can't just do this for me. So I, I got to keep moving because for her, like, even if she doesn't want to end up taking over divinely crown, just her seeing um, somebody right next to her push through to do go to after their dreams that's one of my biggest things is why I stay motivated um and as far as um like how I get inspired is is seeing other people do what I do or even people like um uh, actually she's a cousin of mine but um locally she just opened her own boutique um in a plaza here that never had any black owned businesses um, and she's my age and to see where she had started just even just following her on social media to now it inspires me to like keep pushing like and keep going after my dreams because I believe they're going to pay off in the end wow that's beautiful like for your daughter how old is your daughter she's eight hey how old is your other is the son or my son will be six next week six yeah. so for your daughter to have that awareness and oh, that goodness. that goal oriented already of <laughs> Once you done with it, I'll pick it up. Or even before you're done with it, I'll pick it up. And then if I, I'm going to have children and they're going to pick it up, like. I don't even want to think about that. Right, <laughs> right. Your daughter. Right? <laughs> your daughter is really far out there. But that's beautiful yes. because that comes from your tutelage of how you're raising your children. You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. And you're better than most because most people, when they live with their parents, they be like, all right, I'm about to be out. And just leave their kids with their parents. But you're like, that's yeah. that's kind of crazy. Not crazy, yeah. but that's kind of interesting that you don't think about it like that. You think about it as in, no, I'll just be here with them. I work from home. I'll just be here with them when they get home. So yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like what I'm learning about branding is that you have to constantly push it. You have to make yeah. everything your brand. And uh, 
I'm getting ready to get it on like clothes and like mask and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I've been asking a lot of my friends, like if I just get it and I give it to you where you wear it, cause I'm not gonna mm -hmm. make nobody buy it or nothing right now. That's down mm -hmm. the road. But just mm -hmm. far as like letting people see it when it's not on mm -hmm. me or that's something big. Have you mm -hmm. thought about how, are you branding in such mm -hmm. ways? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I do. Uh, that's part of my brand. Eventually, God willing, I get some money to start. But I do. Um, I almost wore my T-shirt. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> just wear regular clothes. But yes, I have given my shirt to other um, like family and friends. Um, hopefully I my plan. This is a goal, not a part of my bucket list. This is the actual goal um, to have divinely crowned clothes before the end of the year, at least some type, like even if it's just finally putting out my t-shirts and stuff and that's for sale for profit but I definitely like um and yeah I definitely encourage you to like give it to don't give it to all your friends just the close ones not everybody yeah yeah it's just people I talk to on a daily <laughs> yeah, basis but, but yeah so I yeah I definitely I that's what I've learned too and saw like having your your family and your friends wear your clothes and then you know so but yes that would definitely be um a part of my brand as well that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, okay, uh, definitely I will plug where they can buy your stuff when this comes out. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely do that for you. I believe in that. Um, actually, I should have worn my friend's hoodie that I bought for him, his clothing line. Oh, I'm tripping. I'll wear it on my yeah. next podcast. <laughs> I'll tell him when it's coming out. So, you know, the theme and name of my podcast is called Conversation with a Cancer. And I'm learning more and more and more about cancer, me and or myself and cancer women. Um, I, I don't know if I still believe in horoscopes, but I do believe in some of the things that I have learned about me being a cancer. It is mm -hmm. true. Some things I don't want to say is true, but they are mm -hmm. true. So this is the part of the podcast where I ask, what is your experience if you have any experience with a cancer man or woman? Oh, I, I was like, when this question, I'm going to just crack up because I literally was like looking through like friends and family and like, do I have anybody who is a cancer? And I don't like, okay. I have people that like just almost because it's like Gemini is right on this side and then Leo, Leo right? Mm -hmm. So I know I have relationships with Leos and Geminis, but no cancers that are, like no close. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, it's really interesting. <laughs> well, okay. I I mean, I've been noticing some people don't, and then sometimes people be like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that person was a cancer yeah, until this question it. came around. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, what horoscope are you? I'm a Libra. You're a Libra. That's the, the one with the, is that the one with the scales? The scale. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I did the hand motion. Yeah, no, that's just... right. <laughs> I start the Libras. <laughs> okay. So, tell me a little bit about a Libra woman. What is, mm -hmm. what? how do they class, not classify, but what? how do they define what a Libra woman is? It's funny because I don't, I don't ever remember until I read it. I shouldn't okay. do it. But um, I do know that they, okay, so let me just rewind. I've had many people tell me they do not, I'm the only Libra that they like. I guess Libras are difficult and I might be a little difficult sometimes, but I don't think I'm difficult. But yeah, I've literally like, Zanita, I do not like Libras. Like you're the only one. And I'm like, really? Like. Mm. we're pretty cool but wow. I know we're loyal um and it's funny though I did look up before this podcast that cancers are not compatible with 
Aries, I believe, and Libras. What what month is Aries? I think that's like now or coming up or some. I think that's around this time. Now I gotta Google it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look. You can have me googling what a Libra. <laughs> I don't know what what month Aries is. Um, I literally, yeah. I don't. Let me see now. Uh, Aries horoscope dates. So Aries are March 21st through April 19th. Oh, okay. so you're right. Yeah, we're currently yeah. in Aries season. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. I have no idea <laughs> who I'm strongly compatible with and who I'm not compatible mm-hmm. with um, because I don't pay close attention to it. But I guess maybe I should start. I don't know. Maybe I should see what I'm compatible with and try to date that. That's kind of weird, though. Trying to be like, so yeah. uh, are you a uh, Gemini? Right. <laughs> Oh, I can't mess with you. Yeah, I can't date I you. Exactly. And like you said, like, um, like I don't read horoscopes. Like, I think I used to when I was like young, but mm-hmm. um, and I still don't know how. Like, I've always been like proud to be a Libra, but I'm not like everyday check in or like everyday looking for it. And now they have all these other astrology things, so I'm like, I can't keep up with that. Yes, I know there's some things that a Libra. Like I have Libra tendencies or whatever, but I, I just know I'm this is how God made me, and I'm trying my best. That's okay. it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, I'm. I only wanted to learn it because I started hearing it a lot from the women that I was dating, and they were into it. You oh, know, wow. when someone's into something and you're not into it, they always have this interesting perspective on it. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, "Oh, for real." Oh, that's mm-hmm. me? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but then when you start hearing it true enough, you start to pay attention to it. So that's how, not how I came up with the name, but how I came mm-hmm. up with the idea for the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's got a whole ring to it, and definitely that's that's dope. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's something else I want to ask you. So when I started doing videos, I mean, podcasting and recording myself, because I have multiple YouTube channels, um, mm-hmm. this one for my podcast and then I have one where I just tell stories of mm-hmm. things that happened to me in my life my encounter with women that I thought were funny or I think is funny so do you feel like you have to be so honest that you have to tell on yourself or do you feel like you just you're in the moment and you're like this is just what I want to talk about right now I am very organic with my videos like I'm in a few groups are you talking about my videos right mm-hmm yeah, so I'm in a few like influencer groups where like they give um, advice and things. And the biggest thing is them always talking about planning out your videos and planning out your week. And like I know people that record like multiple videos in one day. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. Like maybe eventually, like I might have to do that just to keep organized. But I like to just pick up the camera when I feel like something's on my heart. Um, or something that I've been thinking about um, like maybe within that week or something like I do have a list of things like I want to eventually talk about but at the same time I want to make sure it's like real and authentic like I'm very like even for my channel I want to be as transparent as possible like and show like listen I'm human I'm learning I'm growing and I want to inspire somebody else that you're not alone um even going back to my video with um, with because uh, my my one with the, about the parents being a millennial with children and, and living with your parents 
um, that was my second video I put out because I wanted people to know, like, you might see if I'm in a vlog, you might see my mom around all the time or something. So even after posting that video, I had so many people like writing me like, wow, thank you for this. Like, I thought I was alone. I was embarrassed and everything. And like, so I knew that was one I wanted to put out, but I let it be just organic, no scripts, no nothing. However, I said it the first time around, no takes or redos. And I just posted it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I could do multiple videos in a day. Mm-hmm. Like I can record multiple times. I try to do two to three podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. I've had some cancellations lately, but uh, I don't know if I could do two podcasts a day. I, you know, let me not say I don't know. I could do it. I just yeah. never tried God. to do multiple mm-hmm. recordings in a day. Mm-hmm. I can do a podcast and then go record a video for my other YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But I'm very big into my editing process. So I like to mm-hmm. take my time. Like editing a podcast is easy. I know exactly where I want things to be in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Easy. But my other one, it takes time because I want to add things and I want to put effects and mm-hmm. I want it to pop in certain areas. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I could. I, I should try that one day. I should try to just record multiple podcasts in one day. But then you have to change your clothes and the, that part. That's the part I didn't like. <laughs> oh, that's what it and is. And I just, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and like, listen, no, no shade to no one. And I think if that works, like, Absolutely Being a mom, that probably could work for, should work for me. I let me change my, but at the same time, I'm like, oh God, that's so much more work. Like I've done a clothing haul um, on my channel where I'm like trying on different outfits and that was a lot. So trying to like change clothes and record, but a podcast, I feel like that would probably be easier because you're just, you don't have to get done up. Uh, right. I mean, you, you're on the screen, but like you really don't have to get done up to, to be on a podcast. <laughs> I just it's, so yes. Like as the weather changes in Ohio, it'd be different. Like right now, I'm doing hoodies and hats, and you mm-hmm. know, probably in the spring and the summer, y'all gonna see a lot of t-shirts in the summer. I'm gonna be tanked <laughs> out because I work out hard. I'm gonna start showing my body on here. Like I'm gonna come in here one day, and I'm just gonna be like this. But I do think it's easier for men, definitely for podcasts, because all you really seeing is from basically the neck up, really. Mm-hmm. So for women, it's much more. Y'all want to beat your mm-hmm. face. Y'all want your right. over the shoulder, Listen. behind the shoulder. Right. I done switched this thing. A I done seen times. it. Y'all be doing it big. Like I tell people all the time when we get record, they be like, "Oh, I got to get dressed." I'm like, "You really? Oh, but you can't tell a woman that." You don't they tell no woman that. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness that's hilarious even going um so I guess for me like I do edit my videos everything I do right now and I think I saw you comment on it is on my phone so I think also once I get my laptop hopefully in the next few weeks okay um that I'll be more invested in making consistent videos and doing all that but I do every like I record I edit and that's a lot like your little iPhone can only do so much so I that's why I said I tell everybody I'm like oh once I get this MacBook it's over you guys don't know you're gonna be seeing a video every other day (laughs) yeah I I record my videos on my desktop Mm -hmm. and then I edit them on my laptop Oh wow! Cause the cam, oh, wow. okay. my camera and picture quality and the speed on my desktop and the memory I have is much mm-hmm. larger, mm-hmm. so it's able to do it at a faster pace. Or where on my laptop, I can edit at such a faster pace because yeah. my laptop 
moves quicker. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I that's why I say you should definitely get a, a computer when you get one. Like, definitely think about a desktop, too, because you want to... Well, let me not say that. For me, it works better having separate, you know, mm-hmm. and I have an external hard drive. So I think, like, when you get your MacBook, you should definitely just go full throttle because because once you get that you're like man you can breathe it you'll probably get a mm-hmm. macbook with a camera already in it you mm-hmm. could just have your phone on the side but yes. <laughs> your recording process and editing process will probably be so much simpler yes. but then you'll be able to do more things yeah you'll mm, be able to I do so- <laughs> yeah i mean i spend a good amount of time editing than i do uh exporting if that mm-hmm. makes any sense mm-hmm. like to put it in YouTube really takes me about 10 minutes because I have some stuff pre-saved and then it's have mm. stuff. I have to put your name in and then what I want to name it, but, and then what day I want it to come out. But other mm. than that, that doesn't take long, but the yeah. editing part is, is the most difficult thing for me because I like a certain quality, but you mm-hmm. know. Perfection. I know. I, I, I've done, like, I was always into making those slideshows. Like mm-hmm. I was class president in eighth and 12th grade. So I made a slideshow for both. Like I've always been into that. My sister goes, you should be in like media or something. I'm like, I know I need to be doing a little bit of everything. <laughs> Just need to have a whole production with Devon Lee Crown. So. It's coming. Like mm-hmm. it's coming. It always starts small before it gets yeah. big. Yeah, so sure. just don't forget about me when you blow up right? and I got to talk to your listen, secretary. You listen, this is my first ever interview. So okay. I, like, I feel like this is points for both of us right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I heard you start, as soon as I watched the video and I started, and I heard you started talking in a way you were talking to yourself, to the camera, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask her. Cause oh, like, I could, you. I could tell that you are someone who speaks well and also has a lot to say. <laughs> like because I saw how long it was and what you was talking about I was like oh yeah she has see I I would have been my video would have been at least 10 minutes shorter and it would have been straight to the point like my bucket list I would have just put a number up there and it'd be like number one get out of Ohio number two how many days I'm out of Ohio <laughs> like I'm lo- I know my best friend tells me all the time you are long-winded I'm long-winded in text messages and conversations listen <laughs> But that's good, though, because you're trying to make sure you take your time and say everything you want to say. Like sometimes I speak too fast and I don't get a clear thought out and then I have to go back and fix it and Mm re-record. So Mm -hmm. I'm very straight to the point, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's nothing wrong with that. So I got a couple more questions for you. 2021, I said I'm going to do a lot of traveling and I'm not waiting anymore. I'm going to put my mask on, get on them planes, and I'm not going to eat them them nuts on the plane no more. Pause. Like, I used to be all for them plane and little plane snacks, but now I'm just going to go to sleep with my mask on. But yes. so what are you, What are well, let me not say bucket list. What are you trying to accomplish this year with your branding and also getting out of your state? So I definitely want to travel more. We just did um, a girl's trip. I went skiing for the first time. I saw that. I saw um, that. Yeah. And that was like, I in my 20s, I didn't do a lot. Like I was a mom most of my 20s. So now that my kids are getting older and like have more independence, like I'm ready to start traveling. Um, I've been saying for the last few weeks, like, I just want to go somewhere. So um, definitely traveling is, and I want little trips, big trips, whatever. I just want to get out of my city. Like it's not even the state, just the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, continuing to like not be complacent. Like mm. 
as much as I've done for my brand, like I've been a little complacent. Like I could probably be further than I am. Um, and more photo shoots because I love photo shoots. Okay. I would love to be a print model. Like I want to be runway, but I like I and I want to do it just because I love I love clothes. Like I'm not like a follow the trend. I like what I like. I just like style, but um, that's definitely. And then like I told you earlier, like getting my my clothing out getting my laptop like I would love to do more interviews like this and even probably host my own like event at least one event this year I would like to do so mm. okay so here's my my issue with branding making people want to be a part of your brand because you know if it's not money attached or some type of I don't want to say fame but notoriety to it like most people just like okay you know I'll support you silently or from a distance so like I feel like it almost takes one of those big spikes in one of your videos or you to go viral to get to really get your brand out there nowadays so mm -hmm. have you thought about any viral way to get your brand bigger like Maybe if I just do one of those TikTok videos or <laughs> get in one of those unnecessary conversations with somebody, you mm. know, like, have you thought about things like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like, I see, you know, let, let's let's talk about it. The Gorilla Glue Girl. Now she's all famous and everything like that. Um, my heart goes out to her. But, um, like, stuff like that, like, I know people are getting famous off of that and I don't even personally feel like my goal is to be famous. Um, I know these are my passions. I know this is my heart and I want to share my passions with the world. Like I've always, like I always go back to when I was a little girl because I just turned 30 last year. So, you know, when you're in that transformation period, you go and start thinking about like what, how far you've come. But I always go back to the passionate little girl I was and how I always just wanted to be around like be a light to people and and have so many people like friends and things like that so for me I'm just focusing on inspiring people and inspiring myself um I going back to even saying how like some influencers are all about co being consistent and always putting something out and um so you can get those views up there and things like that and I came across a faith-based youtuber and she's like if you are a woman, a man or woman of faith, like it's God's timing. And he, he, what he has for you is going to come for you. So just keep doing, doing your purpose and the right people will come to you. You will reach the right people and the right doors will open for you. So just keep focusing on just living out your purpose and your truth and things will fall into place. So maybe for those people that went viral, like that was their passion to to be, go viral, to go viral. like mm -hmm. some people want to do that like it's so funny I was just watching um the old step up movies with my daughter they're not even old they're like 2000s but what's the, what's the name of the movie step up do you remember all the uh, like, unfortunately step up movies? Yeah. I saw the first one unfortunately <laughs> watch all of them I love I, I love that dance so we me and my sisters growing up we always but just thinking about like how they were always like oh we're gonna we got to do this to go viral we got to do this and like that is people's passion to go viral and be successful in that way but no I want everything to be real and organic um and hope prayerfully make money while doing so 
I could dig that. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, I don't, I don't have no desire to go viral. I just want to keep creating the content that I'm happy with mm-hmm. and continue mm-hmm. to put that out. Um, try not to be too open because sometimes I'll just talk about things about myself without any regard of mm-hmm. how people see me because I don't have that care anymore like I'm mm-hmm. just being honest but mm-hmm. uh I do like to just share at this point in my life and gain knowledge right. and grow um when you said God's timing I had to learn about God's timing to myself because I'm about to get into this real fast for yes. you so all right <laughs> so people always say like um oh I pray for this and I pray for that and then God gives it to you on God's timing and mm-hmm. you're not ready to receive it or know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Or you always say like, why well, I don't never get this or get that. And then God gives it to you and you're upset about it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people are weird like that. I had a yeah. friend ask me for $5 in cash up and I gave him 10 and he was like, why did you give me 10? I asked for five. Oh, my bad for trying to help you out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My bad. You know, <laughs> so here's my, here's my big theory mm-hmm. on God's timing. God's timing is always on time. Mm-hmm. Your ability to always be ready. Mm-hmm. Like people don't know how to be ready for mm-hmm. the things they pray for. Because people believe if you keep praying, you keep praying, you keep praying. That's not how prayer works. You pray mm-hmm. for it, you move on, and you work towards what you pray mm-hmm. for. Yeah. So God, so you can meet God's timing with your preparation and your idea of being ready. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if you're not a big person of faith, you're a big person and believe in like uh, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I believe that whatever happens or going to happen for me is God has probably already provided for me. I just didn't work towards it. Right. And so that's something I always try to do every day, work towards what I want out of life. Mm-hmm. So if God be like, all right, Wednesday, March 17th at one I'm going to give it to you. I mm-hmm. need to be ready. And so do you believe like you're able to be, you're able to be ready for what you want or what you're trying to achieve? Do you think like you're prepared for whatever you're praying for? (laughs) That you, what you said is exactly like how I've been thinking and I actually been praying, like help me to be ready for what you, you want. Because like, even how I was saying, or what I want, because even like I was saying, being complacent, like what if, I start getting all these interviews and I'm not prepared every day for them. Like there's so much that I have to like, you got it. Yeah, you're right. You have to be prepared. You got to be disciplined because you can ask him for a mansion and he can give it to you and you don't even have the furniture to put in it. So it is, you're exactly right. And that's something I'm learning every day um, with, you know, knowing myself and understanding myself. Um, So yeah, I definitely ask. I definitely, that's a prayer every day. Like, help me to be prepared for whatever it is I'm praying for. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of people, um, even like when, like, something as simple as like people win the lottery and I want to win the lottery so bad and you win it and now you broke in because you didn't know, you weren't prepared because you didn't know how to budget, you didn't know how to save. You didn't know how to like take care of money to even, so you are exactly right. And that is literally something I think about so much. So I, I don't play the lottery. I do scratch offs, but let me tell you something. If I ever played a lottery, I played it at one time. It was like 2 billion, 
when I was like 2016 or something like that. But let me tell you something. If I ever win it, I already know three things. No one's going to know I want it. Mm. Make sure I have a, I'm going to find out if I need, to, I'm probably going to take a lawyer. So I make sure I get every dime that is owed to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm really going to be very discreet with my movements yeah. after that. Like no one's going to know, like I'm going to take care mm-hmm. of my family. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, Hey, I got you. But listen, right. I'm going, I'm going to do something real reckless. Okay. Of course, for us, like <laughs> I'm going to pull up at something I didn't have the day before, but it's not going to be like, I ain't going to pull up in no, no Maserati. Nothing okay. like I just get like a, <laughs> an affinity or something like that <laughs> but i'm full of real aggressive yeah. i don't have desires like, like that. my brand blew up what you what mean you overnight mean? I was girl I, I ate some popcorn and it had a razor blade yeah. in it and i sued the colonel like <laughs> i will be real yes. i'm gonna be i'm gonna move it to a gated community yeah. too and i'm like look ain't no niggas after <laughs> but I don't pray for winning the lottery because right. everybody's praying to win a lottery. Right. You know what I'm I pray for things that I know I can handle when mm-hmm. given to me, were mm-hmm. presented to me, not given to me. And those things that I always do, like I have a therapist and mm-hmm. I was so mad and angry all the time. And mm-hmm. I was just so frustrated. And I, and I remember asking God one day, like, God, what's wrong with me? Can you just help me get some clarity on what's going on? And someone told me they had a therapist and I talked mm-hmm. to my sister Rhonda about it. And the only thing that I didn't listen to her was to get a black therapist. I just, mm. cause they said it would take longer. I'm like, it would take longer. But mm. I guess when you don't have a lot of black therapists in your pool, then it takes longer for one of them to become open. And I was like, no, nah, mm-hmm. just give me whoever's available. Mm-hmm. But that was so, I tell people now, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I didn't have a therapist. I'm mm-hmm. coming up on my third year. Like he, Yay. that, I'm that, so proud of you. that fella, <laughs> He gets yes. me together like okay. I know I'm so huge. Like I've had mine for a few years. That well, we haven't talked since the pandemic. She like works at a jail too. So long story short, mm-hmm. I have had one um for a few years now. And I'm big, like I'm like, I'm not a, a professional. I'm not I just know from my experience that I highly recommend, especially in our black community, get a therapist. Like, and it's awesome to see like especially the black men that I know who um, just seeing their patterns and their conversations on even like social media. And I'm like, Hey, have you thought about a therapist? Cause I can see something that maybe you don't see or, and, and, and seeing the men now that are going um, because of my encouragement or just being open to talking about it. It's so important. Like um, my daughter, like she's like, mom, when can I go back to therapy and things like that. And, I think we need that outlet other than our family, other than our friends who can sit with us and, and get us straight and give us tools or give us um, activities or op- like give us a different perspective um, without being led by your emotions. So I think that is so important. Um, but yeah, good for yeah. you. I say this, I'm gonna say this until the day uh, I am six feet under. I don't know about... I'm going to just generalize it. Our parents, Black people, need therapy. therapy. Because I'm pretty sure their parents went through a lot just to raise them. Yeah. And, oh like, gosh, yeah. I firmly believe therapy should have been so rapid in a Black community. Because, you it know, is. because if you grow up in a church, everything is pray to God and sweeping mm-hmm. under the rug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, that was just such the wrong way. Because... Right. 
once I got older and I realized praying to God doesn't solve anything, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. just a prayer that doesn't yeah. fix anything. You have yeah. to work towards that. Towards mm -hmm. And so many things haven't been addressed in probably so many black mm -hmm. households and households mm -hmm. in general is because of lack of therapy. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, I just think therapy is so important. So, yeah. Yeah. And therapy is good for me. Okay. And, and self, <laughs> and mental therapy, self-preservation so, mm -hmm. and, and taking care of you. Cause if you don't mm -hmm. take care of you, what else can you take care of? Mm -hmm. So that's just mm -hmm. how I think. So mm -hmm. before we wrap this up, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna put your feet to the fire a little bit. Oh so we we talked about your videos and dating yourself and what you want. What is what what do you want? What does Davina look for? Like, are you looking just only for a man of faith? Are you looking for a man to come into your <laughs> life and show you something new? Are you do you have a certain type? Do you want a muscular man? You want a short oh, man? You want somebody God. who can pop lot? Do you want a man who does or doesn't have kids? I mean, like, what are you looking for? <laughs> right now or if you are looking for anything oh my discernment is so real because i already knew you were gonna ask me something like this i was like he said he got a secret question and oh, i know man. it's gonna be about something with dating mm. <laughs> okay oh man um faith is very important to me um it wasn't before and it is um, I know that all men in the church or women in the church are not, that doesn't mean anything, but I just want Big somebody facts. that does have um, a conviction and a, a relationship with the Lord um, and, and is daily trying to um, get better in that. So that is very important. Um, I'm not going to tell you all my like things. Dang. Okay. Uh, okay. Just like, I think you had said on my picture, um, I watch, I don't know if you ever heard of, um, or not my picture, my video, but I don't know if you ever heard of, um, pastor Michael Todd, but, um, he's a pastor and he's, he's, he's dope. Like if you ever are looking for a pastor, he's like in his thirties and he's really good, but he talks about relationships and the one was about like ripping up your list, like, and things like that and I do believe we need a list but we don't need to make all these I want them to be this and this and and that is something I'm still working on like I've looked or this and that but um as much as I desire a relationship I also know that am I ready for that just like you had said earlier so but somebody with a man of faith and somebody who accepts my children as you know if they were his own or is definitely important um for me um not i mean they're they're fathers in their life but like you know right somebody who's gonna accept because we're a package deal and they will let you know because they have no problem <laughs> they're old souls <laughs> so um but yeah uh yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> you know what <laughs> <laughs> okay so you said listen i forgot to talk about that earlier so I think lists are important because you have to realize you, in my opinion, you can't get everything on your list. It just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know it to be true. That doesn't mean it's not true. This okay. is just my opinion and my experience from it. So I think like when you have a list, you should have a list of things that are important and a list of things you want. Cause I'm pretty sure the things that are important are going to trump the things that you want, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. so, of course, everybody wants someone who can cook and who's heartfelt or, you know, romantic or something like that. Like I always, when I was younger, 
I used to think just like a person who had no sense of mind would think like, oh, I want a woman who look like this and I want a woman who talked to me this way and I want a woman to mm -hmm. come to the table like this. But you never think about like, okay, on the other side of the table is you. What do you bring it to the right. table? So right. when I got older and I realized like, I wasn't bringing nothing to the table but my body. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got to yeah. figure out like how to have a list and how mm -hmm. to have a list that you want. Like, yeah. because mm -hmm. I went down the path of soulmates and find out what a soulmate mm -hmm. is and how a person can have a soulmate. And I realized like the most important part about your list is the things that you need or not mm -hmm. the things that you want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the things that I need, I'm I'm not moving from. But the things right, that I right. want, if I don't get them, I don't get them. But I tell I tell women all the time that I date, like, if you're honest and you genuinely want to spend time with me, I can take care of the rest mm -hmm. because I'm spontaneous. I love to eat. I travel. I hike. I work out. I, I'm, I used to be a paid writer. I do podcast. So I can bring so much to the table. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I know how to date. I know how to be your boyfriend. I don't know what it feels like to marry or want to marry someone. I've never been close to that. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to just do those two things and accept me for who I am, sky's the limits for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just think it's important when you have a list to know what you want, mm -hmm. what you need. Get what you need and worry about what you want later. Do you right. feel like you can, you can do that going forward? Like, get what you need and then worry about what you want? Or do you have to have it all? when you find someone no I don't think I have to have it all at all like I think that's the most important part of a relationship is growing toward growing in what you um want you know what I mean just like we talked about love languages like I think that's so I I'm a, a I'm a sibling of four I'm there's four of us I'm the only one that is not married or engaged so all my siblings so I've learned a lot from them and I've seen a lot of their dynamic and the way they think and the way I thought about relationships back then is totally different um, about than how I feel think now and I definitely think um, as millennials like I, I applaud you for thinking the way you think because that is a big topic um, I know personally in my conversations with friends and family about people not realizing like Yes, it is important to have a list of needs and wants. Um, and also all these things you want, are you bringing the other part to the table? Because we talk about this word submission and all that stuff, but it's like that you have to have something to submit to and, and a reason to submit. Like if you're bringing enough to the table, okay. But it's just, that's a, I feel like that is a whole conversation. We might have to do this again because that is a whole conversation. <laughs> in itself and I think that is why I'm not in a rush um to be I mean you can desire that but you don't need to be in a relationship and I feel like that is a that's why I'm wait like I'm okay like as you know there's those times like around the holidays where you feel like you know dang I wish I had somebody Valentine's Day is one of my favorite holidays so I can't wait to have that but um you have to understand what it really means to be in a relationship because I feel like that's why divorce is so high now like mm people aren't willing to accept that they have to learn things too, not just your, your, your spouse or your partner. And it, it's, I, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad how people think about relationships now, but I also have faith that it can change. Like, especially when the more open people are to going to therapy 
and and understanding like it's not a them that person's problem it's what what about you and what how are you healing and working towards what you want and how you want your relationship to be if you're in a relationship Mm, wonderful wonderful yeah i i couldn't agree more what you said like it's definitely bettering yourself so i can better present myself to you so Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely good but you said something that i didn't know about you you said that all your siblings are married yeah so so 95 maybe 96 maybe 97 percent of my male friends are married like it's i'm usually the the single one and (laughs) i be thinking all the time like man this is so i never tell them this but i guess if they watch this they're here it's it's (laughs) it's weird for me because I always feel like I know I'm always welcome and I can bring mm-hmm. myself. But if we do anything, we got to partner up or as a mm-hmm. team, I'm like, y'all already a team. So mm-hmm. I always feel the pressure of having to bring someone with me. Mm-hmm. I, all my friends will tell you, they, they don't care about that long as mm-hmm. I'm coming. That's all they care about. But I always feel that pressure. So do you have any pressure like that? Do you feel like, well, my sibling's married. Do, is it something I'm not doing? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think like that? Yeah. Well, I don't ever feel like I need to bring someone because no one to really bring but um <laughs> that is like um my sister my older sister is always like you can still come like and I get it and like you said I know that I can and and there's times that I do but you don't you just it's that's just you don't want to mess with your emotions like that like <laughs> like for me I'm just like I even if we're all together it's just even looking around and like everybody's like we went to hibachi with like friends and family one time and I'm like everybody is partnered up and like yes I have my babies but it's not the same and and I know um there's someone for everyone and that will happen eventually but yeah it is definitely I I feel the pressure of of being the third fourth fifth wheel whatever it is (laughs) yeah we definitely gonna have to do a part two so when you start doing people and then I come on your it's coming once i get that laptop i told you it's it's gonna be out of here yes (laughs) yes so yeah you know what that was a good answer i mean i don't feel i put the pressure on myself because like Mm -hmm. i said my friends will never say that like they'll ask me if i'm bringing someone because i'm always talking to someone and it never works out but I have to. You I, need to date yourself and stop worrying about dating. I, I am dating myself, <laughs> <laughs> but like I have, I don't want to say I have terrible choices or I've been made some bad choices. Just it just hasn't worked out. So I've been trying to figure out what's wrong with me and how I'm choosing mm-hmm. and why it's not working. You yeah. know, because my my patience for things is really low. So mm-hmm. once I feel like something's not going the way it should be going, mm-hmm. I just stop talking to a person. I won't even mm-hmm. try to talk it out with them to make it work. I'll be like, no, I'm cool on you. So I'm trying to get better at doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but life is all about balance. And it is. I'm it's happy and I'm at peace and my and my energy and my vibe is high and I don't want nobody to ruin it. So I just rather leave the situation high yeah. and dry. But- <laughs> don't give up too quick if there's something there. I think that's it. I was going to say that earlier. I feel like some are i don't are you a millennial i don't think so i was born in 84 is that considered a millennial i don't know wait, wait a minute oh, 85 you... is, i think it's 85 either way okay okay the millennial generation has a hard time trying to uh or a hard time fighting for something like i don't think they put effort they they just keep like okay it's not gonna work out or like 
but that's part of a relationship. Unless there's times where you need to give up. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, people give up too easily. These I don't. Days. I don't know if I give up too easily, but I could definitely not say, you. right, right. But I say, I know I definitely could be like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. I don't like the energy. It's all mm-hmm. wrong. Or you'll say something to me and I'll be like, Ooh, I don't, yeah. I don't like that combativeness. I don't want what you offering. <laughs> like, thanks for the, thanks for what you brought to the table. Yeah. You know, no, you know. yeah, definitely. I definitely, and I, yeah, I hear you on that. I hear you on that part. It's weird. Yeah. You gotta yeah. know the balance, I guess. Absolutely. Well, I would like to thank you for doing this. I'm so happy that you. you accepted and we were able to have this communication and conversation. You. So you definitely have a an ally in the branding thank you. podcast you. world. Go to you. Yeah. So I would definitely promote for you and I will continue to watch your videos. Uh, I'm going to subscribe to them because I didn't subscribe. I don't know why I didn't subscribe. Oh. I I'm think tripping. I subscribed to your, your I, I believe I did. I've been watching for the last few days. Like, okay, I got to see what his vibe is. Like, let me, <laughs> let me see what I'm getting into. So I've watched a few conversations. Yeah, some some of my conversations are really up there with yeah. the, the conversation. Some of them are calm. And so mm-hmm. since, you know, when it's people I don't know, I try to just feed off their energy instead of just throwing my energy at it because mm-hmm. some people can be standoffish. So I'm just glad you was open to this and you were you were gentle with your replies and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> but uh, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that uh, in the future we could do some work together because- I really like your energy and the things you're trying to achieve based on what we, what I know at this point. And uh, I think I'm about to get me one of them shirts. I hope them shirts unisex. I hope they ain't for yeah. plus size women only. Yeah. <laughs> so my the slogan is crown for the queendom, mm-hmm. but eventually I want it to be for the kingdom as well. So when it's the kingdom, I mean, you can you can rap, be like, yeah, that's my, my homegirl Davina shirt or, you know, whatever. We'll I mean, I, I can you always buy a shirt and gift it to a woman, you know. There you go. Get, my mother always likes wearing shirts so I can get my mom's shirt or something like that. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So once again, I want to tell you thank you. And like always before I end my podcast, I tell people, be safe, wear your mask, drink more water, and eat more eat chicken. Eat more chicken. Eat more- oh! Okay, all right. That's all. I was like, even, so when you said that early, I was like, yeah, I already know about you and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I eat chicken yes. seven days a week, at least two or three times a day. No cap. No cap. Interesting. Yes. My body is run off of chicken. I'm chicken food. You better oh ask man. about me. <laughs> oh my I went to a steakhouse the other day and I got the chicken. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I should have got the steak, but I wanted the chicken. Everybody has their special qualities. I am a chicken connoisseur, so <laughs> absolutely. So once again, I thank you. Yes. And uh, I will let you know when everything is coming out and then we'll go and I'll give you the link and stuff like that. Okay. I'll I'll get with you about what links you want me to post in the, okay. in the video. Okay. And uh, it'll be out everywhere. It's going to be everywhere but, but Apple because I don't have Apple products, so I can't put it on iTunes. Oh. But. Google you and Spotify. Yes. I know I need to get on Spotify. I don't really, I don't have, I have it, but I don't have it. I keep saying I'm going to so. go to my mother's house and get her iPad and do it, but I never do. <laughs> I never do. You should, you need to, you need to make that, put that on your bucket list. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll, oh. have, I'll be having a website coming soon. So hopefully I'll have that done before. By the end of this month, I should have that launched. So I forgot okay. to say that when I was there. 
I look forward to that. So I thank you very much, Davina, and we will be talking soon. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye. Bye.